episode of Community Matters Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss issues important to managing and governing condos, cooperatives, and homeowner associations. My name is Tony Campisi, Executive Director of the Keystone Chapter of Community Associations Institute. Today, we're discussing an important maintenance topic for community associations exterior building maintenance and cleaning. My guest for today's episode is Jose Romero, business development manager with Clearview Washing, a family-owned exterior maintenance services company located in Freehold, New Jersey. Welcome to Community Matters Podcast, Jose, and please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and Clearview Washing. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for the intro. Uh, Thanks for having me on the podcast. So, um, you know, I, I've been with Clearview for about three years, uh, but Clearview has been around for over 18 years. Um, you know, we specialize in exterior cleaning of community associations. We um, service uh, all of New Jersey, uh, Eastern PA, and Delaware. Great. Thank you for that. Let me start by asking a question about your business model. Clearview chooses to remain only an exterior cleaning company. Why have you made that decision versus branching off into other services like painting and repairs, et cetera? Yeah, so it's a great question. Um, you know, what, one of the things that we uh, uh, care about the most is our quality of work. So, you know, we don't want to be a, a jack of all trades and master of none. Um, you know, we, we choose to focus only on exterior cleaning because it allows us to, you know, just be the most efficient and, um, you know, make sure that our guys, you know, every day they're doing extra cleaning and they're going to be one of the best at it. Um, we did start offering one, uh, I guess, service that you could say is outside of exterior cleaning, which is shrink wrapping, but that, you know, plays into, um, you know, uh, having to power wash the full furniture and all that stuff. It, um, it saves the community that. So you're shrink wrapping in lieu of having to clean it, I guess shrimp shrink wrapping it for, for the off season, I guess. Is that what you mean? Exactly. So what we do is we uh, power wash uh, all the pool furniture before it is, uh, before we shrink wrap it. And that way, um, you know, no moisture mold and mildew get into it once they open back up. So next season is good to go. Okay. Interesting. Um, Tell me what's, what is the difference between soft washing, which is the method that you use and power washing, which is probably what people are more familiar with, I guess. Yes, definitely. So, um, you know, power washing is, I guess, the, uh, uh, I guess, the older method, you could say. So that relies on using their direct high water pressure to remote, remove mold and mildew. Um, now, with soft washing, what you do is you spray environmentally safe, EPA approved and landscaping safe solutions on the siding first, let it sit for a minute or two, and then you lightly rinse it down with water. Uh, the, the benefit is that by spraying the solution, you're able to effectively re- remove the mold and mildew from its core. Um, you know, the, the power washing is almost like giving the mold and mildew a haircut. You know, it's gonna be visibly gone, but the, the, it's still gonna be traces of mold and mildew on the side. And with the soft washing, you kind of um, eliminate that and it, it stays cleaner longer because you're uh, removing the core. So with the core would have to like first regrow and then the mold and mildew start to show. So it, it, it's a more uh, lasting cleaning. And you did mention this, but I think it's worth repeating. You did say that this that the chemicals you use are safe for 
landscaping, animals, et cetera, which is something people might not be aware of too. So I think that's worth pointing out again. Definitely. Exterior cleaning, is it done just from an aesthetic point of view? I think I probably know what your answer is going to be to this based on your, your last, based on the last question, but you know, from an aesthetic point of view to make the home or building look more attractive, or is there a serious maintenance reason for keeping the exterior of a building free from dirt and mildew? Definitely. So um, it, it depends on, on what we're cleaning. For example, if we're cleaning vinyl siding, then, you know, the honest answer is that it's, it's more for the aesthetic uh, point of view. You know, it, it's going to rejuvenate the curb appeal and all that. But there are certain circumstances where our soft washing is more preventative maintenance. Like, for example, uh, when we're cleaning roofs, uh, the, uh, the mold and mildew start to eat away at the shingles on the roof. Uh, if you don't clean them, uh, you know, over a long period of time. So once we um, soft wash that, it's, it's, you're giving, you're extending the, the life of the roof. So, you know, with stuff like that, it is a preventative maintenance. Let me ask you a follow-up. Um, you mentioned roofs. When you clean shingles for, um, for example, if there's moss or mildew that's growing, on roofing shingles. Is there a way to, does the cleaning prevent it from coming back? Yeah, so great question. So what um, what our process does is that it kills all the mold and mildew that's currently on the roof. Um, unfortunately, our process does not prevent it from growing back. Uh, if, if the roof is uh, shaded or it's under a lot of landscaping, it, it's gonna go back eventually but the, uh, the soft wash process will kill all the mold and mildew that's currently on the roof. Um, let me ask you a, a calendar question, Jose. Is there a specific time of year that's best for your service of exterior cleaning or can it be done any time of the year? So honestly, um, it, it can be any time from March 1st to December 15th. Um, obviously, you know, weather uh, dependent, you know, we don't go out on days of heavy rain or uh, if it's above 95 degrees, uh, once you get closer to the winter, we don't go out if it's less than 35 degrees. Um, so, you know, I, for the most part, March 1st to December 15th, you know, either uh, spring, summer, or fall cleaning. And, and again, I always stress uh, weather dependent. Right, lots of things are always weather dependent, unfortunately, yes. especially with the heat that we've been having. <laughs> What does the exterior cleaning of a building entail? And, and is, are, are all parts of a building able to be cleaned using your service? Yep, so um, exterior cleaning entails, you know, cleaning of the siding, soffits, trim, balconies, breezeways, staircase, decks, patios, uh, roof cleaning, gutter cleaning, basically anything that is on the exterior of a building can be cleaned, you know, obviously win windows including that. Um, some of the things that we, we clean that uh, isn't always, you know, first to mind is sidewalks as well. I want to ask you about solar panels. There's a pretty dramatic picture on your website of a solar panel installation before and after cleaning. And at least in my mind, solar panels seem like they could be fragile, um, especially under the high pressure treatment of power washing, which I know we're, we're not necessarily talking about power washing. But how do you clean solar panels without damaging the panel itself? Yeah, um, you know, great, great question. So uh, it, it's again, you know, our soft wash process. So we, you know, you were totally right. We don't use high pressure to clean because they, they are, uh, it's going to be more fragile. 
Um, so what we use is we use water, detergents, and brushes, and uh, it, it removes all the, um, you know, a lot of times it calls for like, uh, you know, either bird droppings or like uh, the smog that gets up in there. So once all that's removed, it actually improves the energy efficiency for uh, buildings tremendously. Um, you know, we have clients like Amazon and, and other distribution centers, which calls back every few months uh, because the results are tremendous. So if you don't clean a solar panel, you're actually reducing the, the dirt that's left there is actually reducing its effectiveness. Yep, yep, because you know all that smog and, and the bird droppings uh, doesn't allow it to perform at its, uh, you know, it's the, the highest it can. Right, okay. Exterior washing of buildings doesn't sound like a service that's very dependent on technology, but you said that it is important, very important to stay updated on the latest advances in technology in your industry. And why is that the case? So, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, I feel like all businesses need to, uh, you know, stay updated on the new technology trends in their industry. Uh, for ours, um, the reason technology is so important is for safety and time efficiency. So, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, tools out there that allow us to, you know, reach up to four stories without getting on the ladder, you know, that helps us uh, keep our guys safer and also cuts down on uh, our time and, and labor costs, which in the end means that we are able to be more competitively priced for the communities. So tell me, what should a community association look for when choosing an exterior washing vendor? Are there considerations different for a community association versus a single homeowner looking for power washing? Yeah, so my, my advice would be to hire, you know, a, a professional. So, you know, uh, a company, uh, you know, like us that focuses solely on exterior cleaning is always going to be a lot more, uh, you know, efficient and, and just provide a higher quality of work uh, rather than, you know, I know there's companies that, you know, do kind of a little bit of everything, but uh, I would say choose a company that focuses on exterior cleaning. Um, and, and the main difference is, um, you know, if you're going to hire someone for a single home rather than a community, uh, you know, obviously a single home is easier to do when, you know, someone can just buy a power washer at Home Depot and, and do that themselves. But for a community, you need, you know, a, a team behind that, uh, obviously all the required insurance and paperwork and, and experience, you know, you want people on site, on, on site managers, someone who knows what they're doing. So you've recently started using drones in your business. Can you tell me what the purpose of, of using drones is in the service that you provide to community associations? How, how have they helped you deliver your service? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, over the years, there's been times where, um, you know, as, as you could probably see more in the city, you know, there, there's a lot of buildings that aren't uh, exterior cleaning friendly. You know, it's like they have a very uh, nice designs. It's aesthetically pleasing designs, but it doesn't make it easy to to you know, soft wash it, like when there's indents on the building or uh, when it's a building that's on a, uh, on a busy street uh, that's a higher building, like five stories or higher. Um, you know, before, you know, you would have to get a lift um, and then shut down the street, which turns out being very cost costly for the associations. Um, with the drones, we're able to reach up to 20 stories um, you know, and, and soft wash up to 20 stories. Also, um, 
reach areas that we couldn't reach before. It, you know, it just provides a lot more flexibility when, you know, uh, presenting a proposal to softwash some of the, I guess, interesting designs of buildings. So the drones are actually doing the cleaning, right? Yes. So it, it's almost as if, uh, you know, you had someone up in the air doing the uh, soft washing. So uh, the drones are hooked up to our trucks uh, that shoot out first a solution uh, all over the building, and then they shoot out the water. So, it, you know, basically, if, uh, if, uh, if a man could fly, you know, they, it would be the same effect as the, uh, the drone uh, soft washing up there. It's very, very efficient. How high can they go? I guess, let me rephrase that. What's the tallest building that you can clean with a drone? Like how many stories? Is there a, is there a, there's gotta be a limit, I assume. Yes, so right now uh, it's up to 20 stories, uh, but uh, it's pushing to be moved up to 40 stories. The drone can go up to 40 stories, but you know, there's a lot of regulations uh, also depending on where you are to, to be able to actually get it up to 40 stories. Um, so right now, uh, legally, go up to 20 stories and, and clean that. That's pretty interesting. That would be pretty dramatic to see a drone cleaning a 20-story building. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jose, thank you for joining me uh, today for this episode of Community Matters Podcast to talk about exterior building maintenance and cleaning. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in. For more resources and best practices on managing and governing your condominium, cooperative, or homeowners association, please contact CAI or visit our website at www.caikeystone.org. Thanks for listening.